0: All right, everybody, welcome to the second part of episode three of the Woods, Water, and Mizzou podcast. I'm your host, Skeeter, and along with me, we have Case, and we have Cole. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. All right, guys, well, let's start it off with uh, this week in Mizzou history. Uh, October 6, 2007, number 17, Mizzou, knocks off number 25, Nebraska. They don't just knock them off, but they kick their butt 41 to 6. Beat the hell uh, out. October 6th, 1990, I really didn't want to put this one in here, but we don't have a Mizzou history without the fifth down game. Uh, number 12, Colorado wins 33-31. Uh, on a happier note, October 4th, 1969, uh, number 9, Mizzou goes into number 13, Michigan and wins 40-17. to And then October 9th, 1948, uh, Mizzou unranked knocks off number four in the country, twenty to fourteen. Y'all got a guess on who number four was in
1: nineteen forty-eight? Nineteen forty, I'm gonna say
0: Notre Dame. I haven't a clue. It was a team that got the death penalty later in their program history. SMU. SMU Southern Methodist out of Dallas uh, was number four in the country in nineteen forty-eight. Pony up. Well, guys, uh, previewing the upcoming week, uh, we'll get into Florida later, but this is the Woods Water Mizzou. So, the first two uh, names in that title, we're outdoors. We're all hunters and fishermen. Uh, what's it looking like this upcoming week for hunting? I know there's a big cold front coming down here later in the week. So, it's probably going to hit you all midweek, I would guess. Uh, it
1: actually looks pretty good for um, I'm up in Northwest Missouri. We're going to Friday, we're getting low of 43 only high as 60, and Saturday, low of 37, up to 64. I personally going to try and do the bulk of my hunting those days. As soon as I get off work, I'm getting into the, the Platte County tree stand. And, you know, depending on how, what kind of luck I have, I'm do the same uh, pretty much all day Saturday. That is the property I'm hunting this weekend. I'm going to do Platte County
2: all weekend. Well, uh, Friday morning with my dad before work. Um, Jealous. And yeah, it's forty eight is the low and then Saturday morning, man. Oh, so I wish I could go Saturday morning, but gotta work. So maybe Saturday evening, we'll see. Um but yeah, we're going from eighty three eighty two to sixty four sixty five. And then lows perfect. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, first first getting into the second week of October. It's uh getting close, boys. It's getting close to that prime time. Yep. But you well, they,
0: they changed our forecast uh it was friday it was gonna be in the 70s but it's showing 85 but a low of 54 but then saturday uh 77 for a high uh lows in the 50s so uh saturday morning uh my wife might work so i'm probably gonna convince my boys it's time for them to go hunting with their daddy they're seven and four
1: you they ever try a ground guy. blind out with them
0: No, my my seven year old is autistic. And so I've never really considered taking him, but the weather's so good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just, I may charge tablets and cell phone and be like, turn the volume down or hear some earbuds, be quiet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and I hate to, you know, just start rambling on this, but I just sold an old tractor of mine. So I got a couple hundred bucks uh, floating around. I thought about getting one of those, uh, not like you like a redneck blind. That's like the big name brand one. Yes. Yeah, I can't yes. really afford that. But uh, one of my buddies owns a gun store uh, up in Bethany and uh, he's got like his own brand. I thought about buying one of those because, man, uh, I did a demo of one of those out front of Rogers and I put my wife and kid in it and closed the door. And I, just, I told my wife, like, just go off there. Like, have her yell, have her do whatever she wants. I couldn't hear a damn thing what they were doing. And really? I am three feet from it. Um, holy cow yeah i was there with the rep and he's obviously like, he's like my toddler's out there having a great time obviously so he's like <laughs> sit him in there and he tells my wife he's like just just go wild go wild in there man i couldn't hear a damn thing so i'm thinking i, I can get out more now yeah. i think it's hard to shoot a bow through the windows on one of those i've never tried but it, it looks he was telling me you can do it but it looks difficult to me so that's probably going to be a, a hindrance i'm not saying i wouldn't do it i'm just saying i think it would take some shots away you know yeah, and I mean
2: it would yeah. just just like anything. I mean, just like yeah. when you first started archery, it would just take some practice. And, exactly, but you know, um, wait till your kiddo is a little older to before you start flinging arrows in a blind.
1: Exactly, but uh, <laughs> I love to get her out there with me more, and I don't know. I got a couple hundred bucks on that tractor I sold, so I might, I might uh see if I invest in one of those. So I live in Clay County. Uh, you can. There's no antler restriction up here. Oh, you can wow. just they just want them off the highway so damn bad. So, yeah, oh, through bow and rifle season, they don't care. They just just take them out. Well, and, that's and I get
2: another... it, man. Go ahead. Oh no, that doesn't—that in my statement. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was gonna actually tell both of you this because it may um, afford some opportunities. It can't happen this year, but next year, uh, City of Columbia, you know, home of your Missouri Tigers, um, and Boone County have actually got together and. According to the guy that put this course on, so basically what uh, Columbia does is all of the uh, or most of the parks and trails and, and parks that are associated with like walking trails. If you ever been in Columbia, you know there's a ton of like, um, you know, Katy Trail, MKT yeah. style trails, you know, sure know, gravel, I mean, yeah. pebble, gravel trails um, that butt up to a lot of these big conservation areas and and parks that are owned and managed by either the Missouri Department of Conservation or the City of Columbia. Well. Um, whoever presented this idea to like city council, uh, was a genius because they said, Hey, uh, we've noticed that vehicle deer collisions in and around Columbia city limits are way up from what they've been. Uh, how about we put these archery hunters through a course, say, Hey, here's where you can hunt. Here's where you can't hunt. Here's what you can do. Don't do this. Uh, you know, don't hunt within 50 feet of a trail. You know, this, that, and the other. Don't shoot people. Here's where the off-leash dog parks are. Don't shoot people's dogs. Um, And so you go through that course. They give you a little certificate. You put in your windshield uh, when you're parked in one of the parking areas. And you go freaking hunt in and around a park area in the city of Columbia. Like I've been in the tree stand before and I've heard, you know, Mizzou football doing the Tiger Jacks from the tree stand. I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I know I'm like really close to, you know, the in the city so that's one cool thing that you know maybe in uh 2023 you guys can you know i don't know if you got to be a missouri resident or not skeeter but uh in case you could attend that course and maybe make it over a long weekend and go-
0: well guys well, you ready to get into the football game yeah let's, let's, football. Run, over, let's run over florida a little bit Okay, so we go to Gainesville on Saturday, October 8th, 11 a.m. kickoff. It's supposed to be 73 degrees, a little bit cloudy. Uh, ESPN has it at a 71% predictor for uh, Florida, and it showed an 11-point spread over under 55. Uh, Florida's 3-2 and two on the year. Their wins are Eastern Washington, uh, University of South Florida, and their opening win of utah which really shocked a lot of people and thought oh no florida's going to be better than we thought but they've kind of floundered since then Their are two losses tennessee and kentucky Yep. uh anthony richardson uh their quarterback that everybody was ready to hand the heisman to after that utah game uh <laughs> he's 73 for of 131 on the year uh, 1,116 yards passing, four touchdowns, six interceptions. So, uh, I, I put that stat in there. Uh, I know he's a dual threat and can run, but four touchdowns, six interceptions, uh, there's an opportunity for us to win a turnover battle again. And I feel that's going to be vital on the road.
2: Yeah. I think that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. And I don't, I don't know if it, uh, I don't know what will become of it, but I did hear he got hurt yesterday when they played their game against uh Eastern Washington, all right? Or oh, really? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday or yeah, Monday, yeah. whenever they played. It was not Saturday. Um, yeah. but I did hear that he was injured and I don't know if he'll end up playing or not. That'll be something to keep the tabs you know, on. But yeah. Sure. I mean, initial stat line, you look at that. Um you know, he's got uh what? 100 and like 19 more yards than and Cook, uh, Cook does appear to have a slight advantage on completions, and it does look like uh, Richardson. Obviously, he has more interceptions, so you know you wonder if that's carelessness, if it's offensive line pressure that leads to that, uh, which hopefully it is, because you know coming off the the coattails of the uh, the Georgia recap, um, you know we talked about how well the D line played, so that may be something to keep an eye on. Um without, you know, going too far down the, the stat, the stat sheet there. Um It definitely could but be something that, that may be a difference maker.
0: I've heard some people talking about, uh, are we going to be able to have the energy after back to back losses? You know, we're 0 and 2 in the SEC, two losses combined, seven points total that were 0 and 2. Uh, right. so we're, we're nipping at the wind, yeah. but, uh, I think everybody would agree the all-star, the heartbeat of the team. Offense has been love it, uh, but defense, completely different unit, and big part of that, Tyron Hopper. Uh, he yep. transferred from Florida. I I believe the way he's the leader of this team, uh, these guys are going to go out there and they're going to play for him because I guarantee he wants this one.
1: Um, the say. defense doesn't so much concern me because – the. They flew around all game versus Georgia. And I think if they can create the same havoc plays that they did versus Georgia and Auburn, that's going to play into our hands really well versus the uh, Florida's offense. You know, with their quarterback, high mobility, but you start, you know, start getting to him when he starts running around, those 15 yard losses it helps us out. My fear is you mentioned already, love it. Would you say he was 50 50 and whether he'd play or not this Saturday? Yes. So even if he slowed down a little bit, that's big because. And this is such a hot take, I know. I think if Lovett gets help, stays healthy, I think we win the game. On I think we beat Georgia. He is, and he is he, since he's not Luther Burden, so he doesn't get all the praise or all, all the big hype. But he's the best player on our offense, and I, and he is what he's. What everyone has to play around, you know. When he he's the one that gets open for those big fifteen yard on the field uh, completions, and without him, it takes away an element that stalls us out completely.
0: Cook uh, is. When Cook throws to seven, uh, I have confidence in the quarterback. When he's throwing it to everybody else, uh, there's some throws and uh, some, some talent or ability that makes me scratch my head or, or question. But when he throws oh. to seven, uh, I don't have a doubt in it. They seem to have really good mojo and, and connection there. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as numbers <laughs> offensively, they average about six more points a game. Uh, They're almost averaging 100 more yards. They average 463 yards a game on offense. Uh, They're pretty balanced, 253 passing, 210 rushing. Uh, Defense, they're giving up three more points a game. Uh, They're averaging up 27 points allowed. Uh, 421 yards defense, where we're only giving up 337, so uh, where we have about 100 yards less game offensively, we're giving up about a hundred yards less defensively. Uh, they're giving up 228 on the pass and where, where my eyes got big looking at their numbers, they're averaging, giving up 193 yards on the ground, rushing, uh, drink as, has shown great ability to, to call plays for rushing. I would love to see us come out with over 200 yards on the ground in this game, control the ball, control the clock, uh, Win when, when the battle of the line offensive line's been improving uh every week. It's been slowly but surely and yes, they had some penalties that cost us last week, but uh we sh- we should have the ability to go in there and put up a lot of yards on the ground.
1: And you think that O line can clear up those penalties and just let Pete run, it would be it'd be really good for us. Just
0: absolutely. Uh wouldn't mind seeing Kavaris Jones, uh, four-star running back, true freshman from Texas, get his hand on the ball here. I was kind of hoping to see it last week against Georgia, but uh, I think close game. Drink just don't want to put him in there under that pressure. Uh, I think you can do more to, to hurt him long-term confidence-wise if he has a costly turnover, or missed blocking assignment on a passing play. So I feel Drink's protecting him in the close games. Uh, hopefully this is not a close game, but it's Mizzou football. It's on the road. We've, we've got, it's time to go win one on the road, not COVID year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of, of close games, um, I knew we played Florida pretty early this year. I think in years past, we played them in November. Um, but I did watch the end of their game against Utah, which Utah kind of, I don't, I don't ever really like to, you know say that teams didn't win, but I think that was Utah's game to lose, and they threw that pick in the end zone to end it. Um, I think Kentucky, when they played Kentucky, they got pretty pretty handled. Um, The USF game was also very, very close at the end. Um, I think another turnover sealed the deal on that one um, in the end zone. Uh, Tennessee, I believe, also had some drama, Um, and then it looks like they won pretty handily, but they've had... uh, this will be their fifth home game of the year. They played one road game. They played at Tennessee, and that's it. Yep. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of shocking to me. Um, they may be comfortable, but from what I've heard, um, the 11 o'clock kickoff time is not very popular. And I believe you said, Skeeter, that it's their homecoming.
0: It is their homecoming. Uh, Mizzou has two homecoming games on the road. We already played one at Auburn, uh, now Florida. Uh, our homecoming coming after the bye against Vandy. So we'll have three games for our players to be distracted with girls in dresses on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> but, I wonder uh, how
1: often we have SEC homecomings like this. It doesn't seem like it's a very often thing. What's that? I wonder how often we have the SEC opponent homecomings, like where we're homecoming into their homecoming. Usually you pick like uh, UNT or, you know. Memphis or something like that you know
0: kind of you know I I was thinking about that earlier today uh, when I was kind of coming up with my notes and is it this is the state of Mizzou football that people think we're an easy win Uh, because that's usually what you do homecoming or is it uh, you know even though we lead the all-time series six to five and it's it's been pretty back and forth series uh you know i i doubt the people in Gainesville are really hyped when mizzou comes to town so is that a way for them to keep their sec attendance numbers up
2: that's a good that's a good point
0: yeah, yeah i
2: don't know i don't know if we're gonna see kind of uh see it's kind of turned the corner the the level of play is definitely increased for the team um not only against Auburn, you know, despite the outcome, and of course against Georgia, despite the outcome, but um, I think we're really trying to, um, I don't know, I guess see this team put all of those pieces of the puzzle together and really uh, solidify the product that they put on the field. Of course, you know, despite what, what drink has said with, uh, you know, the penalties and, you know, the third down conversion rate and, and things like that i just think that um uh, i think we're finally starting to see things come together and this would be uh this will be a good test
0: it's huge for where we go this year i know i said the auburn game was was big uh georgia you know not too i was optimistic and hopeful uh I did not necessarily expect to win, but I was hopeful that we'd make a ball game, and we dang sure did that. But uh, if we can win this Saturday, that jumps us at least above Florida, gets us out of the bottom of the East. Uh, if we lose, we're probably – it's going to be hard to get that reset, three, three losses in a row like that, uh, even with the bye week after. But, you know, our players still have a lot to play for uh drink said today in his in his presser uh, this is recording Tuesday night I know we'll drop it later in the week but uh, you know he said it's players not getting caught up in the win loss results but in the processing and, and coaches not getting caught up in the win loss results and staying to the process and seeing the growth and improving week to week uh you know he kind of kind of said it's on, them as a coaching staff and as a players to keep showing up even after two tough losses. So uh, I believe after last week, I mean, if they're not energized after going toe to toe with the number one team in the country, that everybody and their mama said that they didn't stand a chance. Uh, I don't know what's going to get them fired up to to play again. Yeah.
1: I think they will. I think I think coming off that Auburn loss, would, I thought that might have sunk their spirits a little a little bit. But they came out fired up on that, so I imagine Georgia, they would be you know really feeling themselves. They can really hang, you know. So I'm excited. I th- I think they're gonna come out ready to play.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned Tyron Hopper transferring from there. Uh, he wasn't a starter, and uh, I don't believe first team goes up against first team a whole lot in practice, you know, when they're going over game scripts because they're, they're working on their own plays separately. So without him being a, a starter aside from the Mizzou game last year against us, he got to see a lot of Anthony Richardson. So uh, I hope he kind of gets that spy role because you're obviously going to have to have that like we had in Auburn. Uh, leave a yeah. linebacker to spy on him uh, because he he is a dual threat and uh Hopper kind of knows his tendencies. I know it's a different offensive scheme with Billy Napier coach, not Dan Mullen, but uh you know I, I feel confident in, in that aspect that he can bring some some insight to what AR does and, and what he's what he's good at.
2: Yeah, I saw Blake Baker today. Uh I believe he said that um comparing Anthony Richardson to you know cam newton he said that you know he's the most cam newton thing that we've seen since cam newton um which yeah i think if he comes to play you know if he plays like he did against uh against utah you know we might we might be in trouble um but you know depending on (laughs) when those six interceptions came um if we can you know put a little pressure on him maybe him to make some poor decisions um yeah it's
1: it's all about that. If we can make those Havoc plays, I think he throws those picks. If not, I think, like you said, it's going to be a long day because he'll go into Utah mode. Utah didn't get that much pressure on him. No. And when you let him operate, he's going to pick you apart with his legs and his arm. He's you know, right. he's a dual-threat guy. Um all about Havoc.
0: I I want to see our offense continue to improve. Brady Cook has slowly uh, – it's not nearly as fast as what I would like, uh, but he's way more talented than me. So I'm not knocking his talent. Just <laughs> uh, he's slowly progressed, and you've seen places he's improved. There's still uh, some I would like to see him improve. But offensively, I want to see go in, not commit the penalties, not shoot ourselves in the foot, get in third and manageable position, uh, not have the third and 10, third and 15, third and eight, you know, get it to yeah. the third and five or less. Uh, you know, sustain the drives, control the ball, time of possession, keep the defense fresh on the bench. Uh, Florida, you know, it's a whole lot harder for them to score when their offense is on, on the sideline. Uh, so with that, we'll get to predictions. Uh, Cole, we'll start with you. W- w- give me a prediction for this weekend.
2: Um, I think the defense keeps it rolling. We've done it for two weeks now um you know they gave up florida uh, look, you know looking at the stats they've given up quite a few yards on the ground um i think that florida's defense keys in on uh dominic lovett i think he's leading the sec in both yardage and receptions uh i could i could definitely be wrong on that but i thought I saw Sorry, that. You're, the right. Other day. Uh, you're right okay so he is um So I think that uh, may open the playbook more for, you know, Mookie and and Tosky Dove and Burden and, uh, you know, some of these other playmakers. Um, I'll say as the uh, COO of the Positive Vibes Club, I'll say Mizzou gets one uh, and we'll go 27-20 Tigers.
1: I like that.
0: Right. What you got, Case?
1: Um, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say positive as well. I think Drink gets that big road win finally. I think the defense plays well. I think they keep it close. Um, I think our offense keeps struggling. Not so much struggling, but you know, but we're not gonna be able to really get out there and pull away with the defense giving us stops. But I think we win. 20-17, to 17. I think we went on a Meavis late field goal. He redeems himself all the way from the Auburn loss and
2: we get our first SEC win. I need to go back and listen because I think you said the same thing against Auburn and he missed it. So I might need you to change your prediction. Did I say just, late field goals well? I don't know. I need to go back and listen.
1: I put a lot of trust in the thicker.
2: Right, he, he earned it back this past weekend, so that's, that is justified. There you go. Money Meavis.
0: Well, I'm all, I'm all in. Uh, this team has improved. They've proved a lot of people wrong. They're not listening to the outside noise. You know, they're, they're keeping their stuff in-house. Uh, all that talk at the beginning of the season about, you know, getting some cancers out of the locker room and, and coming together, it's showing. Uh, years past, last weekend would have been a blowout after that Auburn game. After, you know, their second loss of the year. Number one, coming to town, they they would have been defeated before they had kickoff. So, uh, I'm bought in. I believe the players see what the coaching staff put putting in front of them and see that they compete with anybody in the country if they play the way they're supposed to play. Uh, I think the experts in Vegas, they're going to lose a lot of money on this with an 11-point spread favored in Florida. I, I'm going to put Mizzou at two-possession score winning, 24-14. to 14. I feel you. our defense is going to show up. Uh, they've given us no reason to doubt them. And with what Florida's given up on the run, uh, our run is definitely our strength. Would uh, would like to see us run more against Georgia. I think it could have helped us win the ball game. But 24-14, Mizzou Tigers come out on top. They'll be one and two in the SEC, three and three, heading to the bye week, uh, healing up their wounds of injuries and preparing for – the rest of the year to finish it off.
2: So like nobody's it. predicting a, nobody's predicting a barn burner. I like it though. I, I I don't, I mean, hey, high scoring games are fun, but man, they, they still do make me nervous because you never know what the heck's going to happen.
1: Well, so, I mean, I just, I just think our defense is our strength right now. Uh, I don't, I don't know how well we can keep up in a barn burner right now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and like I say, I, I feel our keys to win is going to be, running the ball, shortening the game like we did against Georgia to begin the game, uh, control the clock, take the time off the clock, and uh, just pound and ground. Pound ground ground and
1: ground. ground. Hopefully it opens up something downfield for burden or love it if he plays. That's, that's my key to victory.
0: Hey, I, I wouldn't mind if one of those three touchdowns I predicted is another Luther Burden uh, punt return for a touchdown.
2: I'll take it. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't care how it happens. I just need 60 <laughs> touchdowns.
1: Just get him in the end zone.
2: <laughs> don't care how. It's all right.
0: Well guys, uh, we have anything if y'all have anything else to add to this? I'm I'm about uh out of my, my stuff to throw in here.
2: Nope. Good tigers and good hunting. That's right. Good luck in the woods. Uh not these cold fronts. The makers are dropping, so get in there.
0: Well, I'm Skeeter and for Case and Cole, I'm signing this off. Uh Looking forward to the week. Go Tigers. M-I-Z. Z-O-U.
2: Go Tigers.